0: Morning, everyone. Welcome to our Sunday Dharma service. Uh, Next month, uh, we can finally see each other in person. In Middle Ages, uh, the women who are giving birth to a baby, many women died in the neighboring process uh, along with the babies. But there was uh, one incident that drastically reduced the infant, infant mortality rate. You know what that is? That was a really simple thing, but saved lots of uh, babies as well as the Laboring mother, the midwife, before that they get the baby washed their hands. In those days, they did not know the existence of germs, bacteria. So then, simple act saved lots of people. Think about the discovery of penicillin. That saved the human race. Hmm? According to the statistic, whether it's a penicillin or other kinds of uh, antibacterial agent, uh, saved over 200,000 American lives uh, annually. It Life expectancy was raised uh, from 5 to 10 years. Whether it's a penicillin or any kinds of scientific discovery. Think about the life without the internet or electricity or airplane in the front. They really facilitate, not just facilitate, they really said in many aspects of the human life. It is a really true, knowledge is a power. Especially the knowledge of science and the technology has become the cornerstone of our civilization. But from time to time, through the mass media, we hear that very highly educated people do some very dishonest thing. They go to jail, etc., from embezzlement, etc. I moved to the States uh, in 2000. A couple of months later, when I turned on the television, I saw two airplanes hit the twin Tower. I, at first, I thought it was a movie. After that, 9/11, when journalists asked. Uh, Muslims, uh, who are born and living in the United uh, States, uh, how do you think of those uh, suicide bombers? They all said uh, it's a really, really wicked, uh, wrong thing. But what surprised me was uh, most of them believed that those suicide bombers directly go to heaven because of their sacrifice, even though they object to that terrorist acts. These days, uh, uh, we have uh, lots of knowledge in science, techno- technology, but the knowledgeable wisdom of the ultimate reality, for example, our true self, is really, really limited. When Jesus said, the truth will set you free, that truth, the knowledge is really limited, I think. One day, several monastics, disciples of the Shakyamuni Buddha, argued each other what is the most uh, dreadful thing in the world. So one monastic who practiced uh, in the forest said uh, the most uh, dreadful thing is uh, poisonous snakes. Many monastics, uh, practitioners, were bitten by poisonous snakes in the forest uh, in Thailand or Myanmar. Another practitioner said, the most dreadful thing is a tiger. They were hurt by a tiger. But Buddha said, the most dreadful thing in this world is the human ignorance. Particularly, the ignorance of our true self, who we really are. That ignorance is the most dreadful thing. Why? That ignorance is the root cause of suffering. Our founding master Sote-san divided two kinds of wisdom or knowledge. One is the knowledge of the outside world. He called that the knowledge of human affairs scientific or uh, technology or knowledge. The second kind of wisdom or knowledge is the knowledge of uh, inner world, our mind or our true self. Yeah? sote said that the knowledge of uh, universal principles, universal principles. He said uh, if humans in this world, if the knowledge of science technology is only advanced, just like these days, when the material civilization is highly developed, compared with spiritual culture, then it's like the person who is physically very strong, but mentally ill person. The world where spiritual culture is highly developed, like some old days in China, but the material thing is not advanced. It's like the person whose mind is healthy, but physically sick person. In either case, uh, that person cannot live uh, happily. Material things and uh, spiritual things, uh, both are important. The British historian, Toynbee, said uh, the material civilization is uh, developing at the pace of a rabbit. But the spiritual culture, uh, human spirit or mind, is uh, advancing at the pace of a uh, turtle. That kind of imbalance, uh, particularly these days, uh, is the cause of the suffering. So how can we cultivate our true wisdom, innate wisdom, particular wisdom, to realize our true self, which is the foundation of our attaining freedom of the mind. Whether it's uh, wisdom or knowledge, it can be attained by studying and uh, cultivating and uh, contemplating. One French philosopher said, uh, I think, therefore, I am. I think this is the Foundation of a Western civilization. One the master asked if I don't think, who am I? If all our thinking mind disappears and we are very deeply absorbed in meditation. In our just a primer awareness is revealed. There is no distinction I and you. So in that situation, who am I? You have heard that the well known Koan, the spiritual question. Before my parents were born. What is my original faith? So, in order to attain the true wisdom or prajna, our innate wisdom, it may start from our thinking mind. At first, we can study it, contemplate on and that. But, in order to see into the ultimate reality, from a certain stage, our thinking mind sh- should disappear. Do you know what prajanya Sanskrit literally means? Pra. Just like English, pre-pra means before or direct. Janya in Pali Sanskrit means knowledge or wisdom. Our true nature or wisdom mind is the ram before our thoughts arise. So with our thinking mind, we cannot see into that reality, just like our eye cannot see the eye itself. This is a very significant thing. Moses was raised in an Egyptian palace. He was born a highly educated person, but at the age of forty, he happened to kill one Egyptian who abused a Jewish slave. So he had no choice to flee to, out of the Egypt to avoid the death penalty. That was the law at that time. So he fled to Midian, a desert country south of Judah. He met God face to face, according to the Bible, from the burning bush at the age of 80. When Moses was intelligent, highly educated, he could not meet God. But when he lack of all his knowledge and the wisdom, when he become a person with the pure simplicity and uh, innocence, he could uh, eventually encounter God. Particularly
1: in the Zen tradition, masters uh, created uh, some skillful means like koan, koan spiritual question what's the sound of a one hand clapping something like that to see into the reality at first uh, we can study it contemplate it but the nature of the koan is it defies our thinking mind with our region or thinking mind, uh, how can we understand what is uh, the sound of uh, one hand clapping, or what is the original face before our parents uh, were born. So when the practitioner's mind becomes uh, calm and focused, uh, there are lots of spiritual questions arise. but or when our mind becomes more empowered and strengthened, then we can go very deep in the spiritual question. And in Zen tradition, they say, <laughs> that literally means uh, all spiritual question merge into one and uh, disappear under one, one great question, that one great question is, who am I? What is this? We call them mind or consciousness, but what is that really? Hmm? Even though a fishy take the bait, that moment we needed to strike the fish in order to hook the fish. So even though spiritual questions arise, without our mind become empowered and strengthened, we cannot go very deep in, med- in that question. So that's why meditation is very important and cannot be separated uh, from the enlightenment. These days, uh, people have lots of knowledge in the stock market, cryptocurrency, and the movie, etc. They may be necessary, depending on your occupation, but whatever you do for a living, there is a one thing Buddha said that we needed all show interest and investigate. That is the, the question of who we really are. It's not a conceptual or metaphysical thing. When we realized our true self, then we can sever the root of suffering. That's why the, the first passage of the Heart Sutra says, when Nāvalokiteshpāra Bodhisattva, the five aggregates are empty, he realized the reality of our true selves. He became free from all suffering and distress. So the One Buddhism canon says, if we continue for a long, long time, ore ore, Long, long, another translation for a lengthy period of time with the work of inquiry into human affairs and the universal principles, we will generate the power of wisdom. Even though you have a lot of knowledge in medicine or psychology, I don't think it helps to break your. Bad habits, or lack of your attachment, for example. But this canon says, not wisdom, the power of wisdom. The power of wisdom. When we attain the prajna, the true innate wisdom, it has the power to diminish our attachment, to break our bad habits, etc. So think about the tombstone. When it's polished again and again, then it looks like a mirror eventually. Just like the more we contemplate the koan or whatever spiritual question we have, the inner light will dispel the darkness of our ignorance as well as our suffering or dissatisfaction in our life so let's continue to practice meditation and quan study thank you